It's Tom Duday from the Adelaide Football Club following yet another win. It's starting to make this a habit. Tom, good morning to you, mate. Morning, guys. How are we going? Tom, we're going, we're going so well. Now, I know the normal footballing answer is one week at a time. <laughs> I got you, bloke, six from seven. <laughs> Four weeks from now, what, what's your assessment of my prediction? Just one week at a time, mate. One week at a time. Um, no, obviously, that, that would be ideal. Um, but yeah, we uh, like going into the North game. Everyone thinks, oh, we're gonna we're gonna kill them because of how they played last week. But you saw how Gold Coast started against us. North are gonna come out hungry like that. And um, unfortunately for us, in well, fortunately and unfortunately in the AFL, there's no real uh, easy win. So as much as North. Didn't perform at their best last week. There's every chance they come out firing and put us uh, up to the test early on. But, but to, just to, to flesh that out, though, like yeah, I know the other the other traditional footballing answer is we 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 block out all of the external noise. We don't listen to all the crap that pundits and armchair experts uh, make in their in their preseason predictions. But I reckon a good third of all the football um, commentators and, and predictors had the crows as wooden spooners. So you guys at the moment, as a as a as a team, you must be sort of walking around going, "Well, this is good. This is fun. Like, then this isn't what people said was going to happen." Yeah, I think. Well, obviously, you you try to block out all that stuff, but sometimes there's just, especially in today's world, it's just unavoidable. You're going to open your phone or get a notica- notification from Google that says twenty out of thirty people pick crows to be the wooden spoon or something like that. <laughs> but there is a uh, a bit of a a feeling of yeah stuff you like we we knew what we had here that's a bit better than what you predicted but in saying that we are in the three games in so mm. um obviously the the Geelong game and, and Sydney and Gold Coast we we went in as underdogs and and we like that that mantra because we're getting doubted and we think we can pull a bit bit of a surprise but um this week will be a little bit different we'll we'll probably be the ones that are getting hunted and North Melbourne will come out as the underdog so it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting you stared down some genuine adversity early in that game against Gold Coast. It, that was the first moment of the season. I know Sydney had a good run at, uh, during that game, but to start the game three goals in arrears, it was the first time that 2021 felt a little bit like 2020. What, what, what in that moment prevented it from becoming the sort of, the sort of blowout that we saw last year? Yeah, not an ideal start, was it? Um, I can't imagine that from a fan's perspective it would have been good to see four straight goals. It definitely wasn't good in the back line to see uh, four <laughs> go over your head and um, think where are we going from here. But I think this year there's a, there's a, a lot more belief amongst the group that um, what, we're, what we're doing and what we're building is, is right and, and there's a lot more clarity on the game plan. So whereas last year we probably went more insular and looked at oh, how am I going to get a kick or oh, I've just got to beat my man We this year we suck we're sticking to what we know as a team can work so it's the midfield working together it's the forwards pressure and keeping the ball up there and then it's the back line just defending as a, as a team and I think you saw that especially in those those patches to end the quarters where we just started to take over and um, I think in, in extra time, like um, time on, I think we kicked eight goals to their one, which is sort of evidence as to how we how we play and how we stuck to our system. Daniel Tarley is a, a, a unfortunate uh, fortunate news on his front out eight to ten weeks. Uh, yep. You would have been expecting to get him back. How does it ch- change the mindset, if at all, of, of the back line? Um, what sort of changes the mindset in regards to, to game day and training because he, cause he has been out for a little bit, so we've just been going into the week, um, especially with Butsy, the form that he's in, that just, just expecting the Butsy goes to the, the best key forward and, and gets the job done. But it's, it's obviously disappointing for him because I did a bit of rehab with him when I was coming back from my groins and, and to see the work that he put in day in, day out to then come back from his knee and get that healthy and now have the foot problem pop up. It's 
you know, we got it for him, but um, we'll know who bounced back and, and hopefully come back for the second half of the year and provide a big boost to uh, close out the final, hopefully, 10 to 11 games. Tom, in the same way that the Crows were being written off at the start of the year by, well, virtually everyone, um, same was being said of, of Tex. You know, the, the view was that he was a, he was a man in, in his autumn years having, you know, one more lap of honour season and hopefully he'd kick the odd goal. It's now, sitting on top of the Coleman, playing the most exciting brand of football, what does Tex's renaissance mean for everybody else at the club? Because as a supporter... And as, frankly, as a supporter, is expecting nothing really this season, apart from a few glimmers of hope from from some of the young guys. It's just been the the, the great feel good yarn of twenty twenty one so far. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty good. He hasn't uh, hasn't mind letting us know about it either. <laughs> but uh, nah, he he he's obviously he's a, it's a bit like Sloney on the weekend where you just see how how much the crowd love when when Sloney lays a big tackle or gets a big ground ball or when Tex kicks a goal it's it's just different everyone it was it's like when Eddie was here it's just everyone gets so much more excited about it and for him to kick the amount of goals he's doing kicking but also have an impact up and down the ground and and his pressure's been elite some of his 450 tackling stuff which is something we probably didn't see the last couple of years he's he's put in a mountain of work and and it means so much to our younger boys to be able to play with him but then also have him impact the game and um it's pretty good to watch i'll tell you what i've got a good seat in the uh, in the stadium to watch it, and it's been it's been great for three weeks. So hopefully we can continue it. Now, Tom, we get you on not just of course for your uh, expertise as an AFL footballer, but as a TV critic as well. And we've got a new little segment we like to call the Dude Abides. Yeah, well, the Dude Abides. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, get me every time. Now <laughs> yeah, we want to know some TV that the Dude Abides this week. Got a recommendation for us? Uh, so TV-wise, I've been pretty slack. Movie-wise, if you can get out and see The Father, which I think might still be in cinemas, it's with uh, Olivia Coleman, Anthony Hopkins. It's about, like, dementia and the struggles with it. it. It's a bit of a tough watch at times, but I promise you it's it's worth it in the end. Um, and then the other thing I'd recommend on Netflix is Crip Camp. It's uh, a story about a bunch of teens with disabilities who come together and then feel empowered and sort of fight for equality. So both sort of touching stories, but mm. I promise you at the end of it, you'll feel uh, better walking out of it. Uh, both good recommendations. So I'll, I'll write them down. Tom, I've got a lot more time in my hand than, hands than you. We only work three hours a day here. Don't have to go to training either. So I'll... Uh, <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> we'll be watching both of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, all the best in the weekend, Tom. Great to chat, mate. Much appreciated, guys. Six from seven, Tom. <laughs> No lid. No lid. I'll write that on the whiteboard for the boys. All right, excellent.